Welcome to the Fearless Mom Podcast. Fearless Mom is a shame-free, guilt-free, judgment-free community of moms who are doing our best to set our kids up for their best. We know you're busy, Mom, so we don't want to add to your already long to-do list. We just want to help you be intentional in what you're already doing. This season will help moms better understand themselves and their children as they embrace the responsibility of raising up children who become resilient, courageous, and hopeful adults. We'll talk about everything from the value of daily rhythms and routines to creating your own family boundaries with technology. And rest assured, we most definitely will laugh along the way. It is our theme verse after all, Proverbs 31, 25. She is clothed with strength and dignity, and she laughs without fear of the future. Hey guys, this is Julie Richard with the Fearless Mom Podcast. So glad that you are joining us today. We are in the series ASAP as we work to make parenting as simple as possible. We are breaking it down and saying, okay, what is our responsibility? What is not our responsibility? That's what we talked about last week. And we decided that it is our responsibility to embrace the authority role and to parent our children, to teach and train, direct and correct, based on a foundation of love and trust so that we can prepare their hearts and we can prepare them to grow into adults who are resilient and competent and independent. We talk about that a lot in Fearless Mom. And we also said that our responsibility is not, though, to, you know, create a certain lifestyle or to assure our kids happiness or success or comfort. And it is not to continue to make up for past mistakes or misses. And so as we looked at what our responsibility is to embrace that role of authority and to parent as a verb, to teach and train, direct and correct, and to equip our kids to be healthy adults, one of the biggest roles we have is the boundary setter. Where do we draw boundaries in our families? And that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to actually list four ways, four areas that we need to draw boundaries in. But let's start with a prayer and we'll get going. God, I thank you so much for this day. I thank you for the gift of parenting, the responsibility that you've given us. And I thank you, God, for the direction you give us in your word. And I thank you for technology that allows us to connect to so many moms. Guide us and direct us today as we discuss the boundaries that we need to implement in our hearts and homes. In Jesus' name, amen. What is a boundary? A boundary, let's just look at the definition. A boundary is a line that marks the limits of an area. It's a line that marks the limit. And as parents, we certainly are the boundary setters in our home. It is our responsibility to set and guard limits, to set and guard the lines in our homes. And so we're going to look at that today. If you have been around Fearless Mom for any amount of time, you've heard me list the Fearless Parenting Ground Rules or the Fearless Mom Ground Rules. 
Here are three that we say all the time. If I'm going to be an effective parent, number one, I must get comfortable with my child's being uncomfortable. Number two, I must put my child's needs above my wants. And number three, I must separate my child's identity from my own identity. I'm going to say those again. I must get comfortable with my child's being uncomfortable. I have to understand that struggle is growth and my kids are going to be uncomfortable sometimes. And that's okay. That's part of life. Number two, I put my child's needs above my wants. I say all the time, I love doing laundry, but Max said, you know, Joe needs to do his own laundry now that all of his uniforms stink when he was in middle school. And I said, but I like doing it. Max said, what does that have to do with anything? Joe needs to do his own laundry. He needs to learn how. So I had to put my child's needs above my wants. And then number three, I must separate my child's identity from my own identity. This is a significant one. And I believe it's because it is so gradual. I'm not just talking about when our children do not behave. That's obvious. You know, that is not a reflection of my parenting. We say that all the time, even though we know that we struggle with that. That's a boundary that we see as necessary. But if we can look at my child's future, my child's college that he attends, the school, his academic achievement, including his behavior, all of those things, separate from my own identity, then I am much more effective in my parenting. So I must get comfortable with my child's being uncomfortable. I must put my child's needs above my wants, and I must separate my child's identity from my own identity. I know I've repeated them several times, but I'm just going to tell you there is value in memorizing these three because you will play it over and over in your head. Here's the thing. These are all boundaries. These are all lines that mark limits. These boundaries the ground rules, they provide clarification of responsibility, what my responsibility is as well as what it isn't. And they provide clarification of identity. And that's what we're trying to teach our kids. What is me and what is not me? Our role as moms is to understand and to help our kids understand where we end and where they begin. And where our responsibility ends and where theirs begins. It's an ongoing process. And there is no magic age where they are all of a sudden declared independent. It is gradual, but we are intentional. It's like we mentioned in the last episode about passing the baton of responsibility. We begin small passing the baton of responsibility. Things like letting them brush their own teeth or dressing themselves as they learn to do these tasks independently. And then it becomes more. They learn to clean their rooms and they take care of their schoolwork independently. And then driving and cooking and eventually earning and managing their own money. It's a gradual pass of the baton. It is a gradual drawing of that boundary where do I end and my child begins? It's gradual, but we are intentional about it. We embrace the responsibility to put these necessary boundaries in place, as well as some more that we're going to talk about today, to set and to guard limits. This is our job, to prepare our kids to become resilient, competent, independent adults, courageous, and hopeful adults. We're going to embrace that responsibility. Now, 
these boundaries that I'm going to talk about in a minute, the areas that we need to draw boundaries, I'm not going to tell you what your boundaries should be. Your boundaries are determined by your values. We can all look at the responsibility of parenting like we did in last episode, and then we're going to look at some areas of boundaries in this episode, but you are going to have to determine with your child's father, with your spouse, what are our family's values? Because your values will determine where you draw the boundaries. Everyone needs boundaries in these areas, but it's your responsibility to say, okay, God, what is your vision for our family? Proverbs 29, 18 says, where there is no vision, the people perish. Where there is no direction from God, where there is no divine revelation, another version says, we must go to God and say, what is your vision for our family? And then we're going to move forward based on our values. Our decisions, our boundaries are going to be based on our values. That's when we state, this is who we are. This is what we do. This is what's important to us and our family. So this is how we will decide what we will and will not do, how we will and will not act. And sticking to your vision and values requires determination and resolve and grit. Romans 12, 2 says, don't copy the behavior and customs of the world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. When you begin to live out your family values, it becomes your family's mindset. Again, what was mindset? We've talked about this before. It's not just what you think about one thing. It's how you think about everything. And that's what your values are. It is your mindset, your perspective. And so we're going to look at a few areas where we need boundaries, where you as mom, where you guys as parents will establish your boundaries. But remember, I'm not going to tell you what your boundaries should be. I can give you some research, but you set your boundaries based on your family's vision and values. It's November, and that means holiday sales. We have a special for the 2023 Fearless Mom Conference ticket for you. You can register using the discount code too much turkey. That's right, all one word too much turkey. November 21st through 28th, you'll save $30 on your registration. $30 off November 21st through 28th. That's fearlessmom.com. So as we make this parenting thing as simple as possible, I'm going to list four areas where parents need to implement boundaries, boundaries based on your values. The first area that you need to draw some boundaries is daily routine and rituals. Children need a predictable and rhythmic life. In our hearts and in our homes, we are more settled 
when we are in a routine and when we have rituals. I'm not saying so locked in that we can't allow for holidays or special occasions or we can't flex when things don't go just right, but we have a an intentional routine in our home and we value ritual. Ritual is just routine with meaning. But we implement this, whether it is wake time, we always do the same routine, maybe your daily routine, picking up after playing, whatever it is, before playtime, you will do your homework, or maybe you have playtime before you do your homework. And then your evening routine, bath time, cleaning the room, brushing teeth, going to the bathroom, a routine creates ease and it also communicates safety to kids. They know what to expect. Don't underestimate the value of daily routine and ritual. They are predictable and they are rhythmic and they communicate safety and calm to children and to adults. It is not just children. It is to adults as well. I would encourage you to have family meetings and family meals. Work those into your schedule so that, again, you can stay on the same page as a family and your life is predictable. You discuss, this is what we're going to have today. This is who's taking you to school tomorrow. This is who's going to pick you up. Keeping kids informed. When they know what to expect, they are much more calm and at ease. An unpredictable, unsettled, and sometimes scary world that we live in, providing and communicating safety through patterns, through rhythms, through predictable routines and rituals, this is a huge gift that we can give our kids. And so then our next area, so we're going to work on setting boundaries around routine and ritual. We're going to set boundaries now around our kids' intake. We talked about this when we discussed overwhelm, and the common cure for overwhelm, if you will, is calm. And so we talked about really simplifying our intake, our calendar, and our environment. Well, now we're going to do that for our children. We're going to draw boundaries in our homes, in our cars, in our lives, in our kids' lives around intake, looking mainly at media and influence. And when I say media, I mean any and all intake from a device or a book or a magazine or movie, a TV, smartphone, tablet, computer, whatever it is, I embrace the responsibility to set boundaries with media in our home. And yes, I can learn from other families, but I'm going to do the research and I'm going to pray and then I'm going to implement what I believe is right based on our family values. And I'm okay being different than everyone around me. I don't want to raise kids who just have to be like everyone else. My job is to raise kids who are strong enough to face whatever life comes at them. And so then that was Mac and my job to set the boundaries in our home. You know what? As parents too, with the media changing as fast as it is, with technological advances coming at us every day, you've also got to be okay with changing or implementing new boundaries as your kids grow and as the world changes and as technology advances. So I'm going to embrace the role to set boundaries with my intake, including media and influence. Influence means I'm going to be intentional with what my children are receiving 
from people around them. I, I want them to be around people who are a little bit older than them. I know when my kids were younger, I loved it when they were around teenagers. And then when they got older and they were teenagers, I wanted them around college and young adult kids. And I say young adult kids. Yes. Now, now that I'm in my fifties, young adults are kids. And then I'm going to make sure we're at church where they have small group leaders. I am being intentional in setting boundaries around who influences my kids. Now, I know that my kids are going to get information and receive influence from people that I don't agree with everything they agree with, but we've created a culture in our home where they're going to come to me and we can discuss it. So I'm drawing boundaries around intake. I'm drawing boundaries around also our calendar. So our calendar, moms, we set the pace. We set the pace of our families. And David Ilkind, He is a developmental psychologist. He says that children have lost more than 12 hours of free time a week in the past two decades, 12 hours of free time that life, and we can, you know, look for blame, but here's our job. My job is to say, okay, I want happy, healthy children. I know they need free time. I know they need active play. I know they need social interaction. So my responsibility is to say, what are our values? I'm going to develop some daily rituals and routines. I'm going to draw boundaries around our intake. And I'm also going to guard our calendar like crazy, meaning the activities and the priorities. I'm going to be intentional and guard the calendar. I'm going to draw boundaries, set boundaries and guard boundaries. Our kids need rest and recovery from activity and social stimulation, from school, from play dates, from all of the interaction. How much is enough? How much is too much? You know what? This is different for every family. This is different for every child. This is different in various seasons and in various developmental stages. We're not looking for perfect balance. We're looking for personal rhythm, being mindful and intentional about every single commitment you make. Allow for those no-dot days that we talked about. Allow for buffer between activities and meetings. Carefully consider and intentionally choose each commitment, each party, each activity, each celebration, each get-together. We're going to be mindful and we're going to make decisions intentionally based on our family's values. Kim John Payne, an educator and a consultant and a counselor, he says, you can see what a family holds dear from the pattern of their everyday lives. You can see what a family holds dear from the pattern of their everyday lives. Be intentional. Set and guard boundaries around daily routines and rituals. Set and guard boundaries around your kids' intake. Set and guard boundaries around your calendar. And finally, set and guard boundaries around your environment, your child's environment. We want to make it ASAP. Yes, we're breaking down parenting. We're making it ASAP. But when you think about your child's room, when you think about your home, ASAP, as simple as possible. I'm not suggesting that you get rid of everything that they have. I'm just saying, what 
you have in their rooms should be intentionally chosen. Be mindful. Consider aesthetic. Consider all the senses. Consider how sensitive your child is to noise, to activity, to visual and auditory stimulation. Take a look at your child's bedroom. Minimize the toys they have access to. Minimize the toys within sight and books and clothes and shoes. This allows for deeper thought, deeper play, deeper creativity. Minimize the toys, the books, the clothes, and the shoes. Too much stuff leads to too many choices. Minimize and simplify. Consider the aesthetics and the sensory overload of a room. You can place the extras out of sight and cycle through them. You don't have to get rid of everything, but consider what they can see. Consider how they are stimulated and assign a spot for everything. Having a place for everything and everything having a place is not a small thing. I'm not saying that everything has to be neat and clean all the time. But at bedtime and first thing in the morning, consider bedtime. I would always tell my kids, don't ruin my first cup of coffee. We will clean up the kitchen. We will clean up the den. And I would tell them, let's clean up your room before bed because you want to wake up to calm. And it actually helps you go to bed more easily as well. Work into your routine, putting everything back into its place. Your children can help. We believe if you can walk, you can work. So they can help put everything back. Waking up to an orderly room, an orderly den, an orderly kitchen. Start your day off on the right foot. So where are the four areas of boundaries? Daily routine and ritual, intake, calendar, and environment. But remember, we're all in this together. We are all works in progress. Kids don't need a perfect parent. They need a present parent. I believe that these boundaries will help you be more present, will help your kids be more present so that we can connect, so that we can build that relationship with our kids. So then when we need to enforce rules, when we need to draw boundaries, when we need to guard boundaries, we have their trust. We can do this. We can do it together. Let's pray. God, thank you for your direction and your word. Thank you for the guidance you give us to come to you for direction. We lean in and we lean on you to show us our family's vision and values so that we can set and guard boundaries. We embrace the responsibility as parents to set and guard these boundaries. Show us what we need to see so we can do what we need to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Fearless Mom Podcast. Through every conversation, every practical tool, and every moment we can point a mom to hope, we are so honored and grateful to share it with you. And if you're loving these conversations, let your friends know. Tell them about the Fearless Mom Podcast. It's the best way for moms to find out about our show. Also, we'd love it if you'd share a review or maybe 
Leave us a rating wherever you listen to podcasts and find us on Instagram at fearless underscore mom to stay up to date on all things Fearless Mom on all news and all events. We'll see you next time. And remember, Mom, you're not alone. We're all in this together.